Worst loss ever. 6-1 to one against the Rangers. Buckle up, we have a lot to discuss. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alrighty now, what is up New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for the hockey writers, Trey Matthews. And it is currently 11.08 p.m. Eastern Time, March the 4th, 2021 at the time of this recording. And by the time you guys hear this episode... I hope you guys are recovering well from your hangovers because last night's game for the New Jersey Devils against the New York Rangers was an absolute shit show, to say the least, okay? I don't cuss too often on this show, but there's no better way to describe it. It was just an ugly, ugly, ugly outing for the New Jersey Devils. They lost 6-1 to against the Rangers, and that's a team that's just one spot ahead of them in the standings, guys. Like, this is like... This is frustrating for the New Jersey Devils because now they've dropped, like, what, five of their last six games? This is like, and that win against the Sabres, like I told you guys, Jack Eichel didn't play, Allmark had to be pulled early, Taylor Hall's been struggling, and there's drama in Buffalo, and yet we had to take them to OT to get that win. So does that even count as a win at that point? I mean, it's just frustrating for the New Jersey Devils because I had high hopes for them to just get on a little bit of a mini win streak in this two-game set against the New York Rangers, but obviously that didn't happen. They got off to a very slow start. You know what the lowest of low is? We made Lafreniere look good, okay? And Lafreniere is on pace to have the worst uh, performance from a first overall pick since uh, Jack Hughes last year. Or if you want to go way back, Joe Thornton in 1997. So, oh man, we let Lafreniere score the goal, guys. That That's how bad it was for New Jersey. So, if you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically gave you guys a pregame of what the New Jersey Devils were doing in practice and how they had to change their lines because we have some more bad news about Nico Heizer, which we will discuss later in a future episode. But, you know, I'll talk about it briefly right now. But, you know, there's just too much to talk about for New Jersey. Um, it, it just was a frustrating, frustrating time to be a New Jersey Devils fan, to say the least. So before we begin with the analysis and, you know, I don't want to, but you know what? I'm required to. So let's look at the standings out east, shall we? And I do have some good news for you guys. We're not in last place in the division. So you know what? I guess that's a positive to take away from our major loss. At least it didn't put us in last place. But you know what? I'm just putting salt in the wound. So the Capitals are still at top of the division at 13-5-4 with 30 points. The Islanders are 13-6-4 with 30 points. The Flyers are 12-5-3 with 27 points. The Bruins are 12-5-3 with 27 points. The Penguins are 12-9-1 with 25 points. The Rangers are 9-9-3 with 21 points. The Devils are 7-10-2 with 16 points. And the Sabres are 6-12-3 with 15 points. So... 
uh, yeah, at least we're not in last place. That's all I have to say. But uh, overall, I guess let's just get into uh, just pregame a little bit. So another scratch for the New Jersey Devils was Ryan Murray. Ryan Murray, obviously, I guess he didn't do well in practice to try to get back into the defensive rotation in Lindy Ruff's lineup. So, you know, there's that. And also we're trying to trade Ryan Murray if you've been missing the news. And uh, that's not really going to help us in the long run. I'm not going to talk more about that because I already talked about that in a previous episode. And also, Gusev was a, a scratch for the New Jersey Devils today. And let's talk about injuries, shall we? So, I teased at this just a few moments ago. So, Nico Heizer, unfortunately, it's worse than we thought. It's not going to be a day-to-day basis. It's actually going to be a week-to-week basis because he has a sinus fracture from that hit he took from P.K. Subban's shot against the Capitals game. And, you you know, as you know, uh, Heizer has been missing the last couple of games due to injury. He hasn't been skating at practice. So uh, we kind of knew that we were gearing up for the worst, but I guess we just didn't want the worst to happen, if that makes sense. So Nico Heizer, uh, we, we lose him once again for an extended period of time. And remember, when he suffered that lower leg injury, just to give you guys some reference, that was also a week-to-week basis. So uh, just keep in mind, he got injured in late December and he didn't return until February. So just giving you guys some reference on how along a week-to-week basis can be. So we're going to be without our captain for a good moment. And it was like easy come, easy go. It just seemed just like a few weeks ago, oh wait, it was a few weeks ago, that Nico Heizer was named our head captain, and he got back into the rink. He was starting to get into his groove, getting a couple goals to begin the year. But, you know, uh, easy come, easy go. So obviously Heizer's uh, stat line isn't going to look too good at the end of the season. And also, speaking of P.K. Sue, Man, another reason why he's hurting our team is because now he just inadvertently, you know, I know he didn't intend to, but he just took out our team captain. So goes to show you with the luck that the New Jersey Devils have. But uh, PK Subban in this game, it looked like he had a hamstring injury. So I'll keep you guys updated if I get any more information. But all I know is that it looked like he was like favoring his backside just a little bit. So. Uh, you know, I just really hope that uh, he's okay and that it's not as bad as we think. But with the New Jersey Devils luck, that could, uh, I don't I, I don't know. But anyway, let's talk about the Rangers netminder for a second. So Shesterskin in this game, uh, he was playing really well. But unfortunately, he did have to leave like mid-third period because uh, Severson and Brat were on an odd man rush. They were charging at him. And Severson shoots the puck and Shesterskin makes the save. But unfortunately... While he was stretching, it looked like that um, he hurt himself and that, and that he also pulled something. I don't know what happened. There was no contact. So, obviously, um, it, it doesn't look good. That's all I have to say. So, usually in sports, when there's a non-contact injury and he had to be helped off the ice. So, uh, the, the fact that there was a no-contact injury and the fact that um, you know he hurt himself like that it can be a little concerning and a little scary. So I'm just hoping for the best because, like I said, I don't wish injury upon anyone, even our fiercest rivals. So hopefully Shashurskin makes a full recovery and is all right in the long run because, like I said. So before we talk more about what went wrong for the New Jersey Devils, and they actually did have a chance to win this. I know the scorecard doesn't show it, but... 
uh, you know, early on in the game, it did look like the New Jersey Devils had all the momentum. It looked like they were going to get their third straight win against the Rangers, but obviously it got out of hand. And obviously I bet my money at betonline.ag for the Devils to just get the win over the Rangers and maybe sweep them in this series. But unfortunately that didn't happen. So, uh, you could still go to betonline.ag and take a risk and just try to make more money than you ever did when you first started off. So go to betonline.ag to learn more. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's time for the first live read this morning. College basketball and the NHL are in full swing. We already have some big matchups on schedule, on tabs. So BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Surprise, surprise. I'm not surprised because BetOnline is that awesome. So real-time updated odds and props on almost every anything you can imagine bet online has you covered for all the news scores and odds it's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit talent talks about one or more teams nhl games of the week nba players of the week whatever comes to mind they got it so anything sports they got you covered all right so also visit our good friends at locked on bets so that way you can get your predictions up and early so that way you can place your bets and you you have no excuse to say, oh, I didn't know what games were going to happen or this, that, or third. Also visit at betonline underscore AG, and they also have you covered as well. So betonline, your online sportsbooks experts. Get with it and get in the action, everybody. So here's the thing about the game. It's actually kind of funny. The New Jersey Devils actually got off to a really good start in period number one, and then the wheels just fell off from underneath them. And uh, what I mean by that is that the New Jersey Devils had 14 shots on goal, and the Rangers only had six. And it looked like New Jersey had all the momentum going their way. So shout out to Jack Hughes for getting the lone goal for the New Jersey Devils in this game. Jack Hughes looked like he was creating plays, and it looked like he was just you know, just trying to be quick to the puck. It looked like he was just trying his best to just say, this losing streak stops right now for us and we need some sort of momentum. And boom, he was able to get the goal for the New Jersey Devils. And it was actually in a really cool fashion. Jack Hughes just sprinted ahead and got the goal. And uh, like I said, Jack Hughes, even if he doesn't score, even if he doesn't get an assist, he's still trying to create opportunities for his teammates. And that's what I like to see from the youngster in his sophomore year. So anyway, let's talk more about what was going right for the New Jersey Devils in period number one. So um, the New Jersey Devils had plenty of opportunities, to say the least. So I think Sharon Govich had an opportunity to score and also Zaka. But unfortunately, just bad luck once again. And it just didn't get uh, into the twine. So that's always frustrating. But I was just like, okay, it's not a big deal. If they keep playing like this, then... Uh, this game is theirs for the taking, and they'll come out victorious with ease. And uh, also, they went into the power play in period number one, but it didn't really look too good. They didn't really come out aggressive in it, and our power play, it, it, it sucks, man. That That's all I could say. And another thing is, is that we gave up another power play goal to the Rangers in this game, so... Uh, our penalty kill just continues to struggle. Our power play continues to struggle because I think we're uh, 
0 for 4 in this game. We were like 0 for 7 in a recent game. So we have a big 0 for something in the power play in our last three games. And that's really concerning to see if you're a fan. And speaking of the fans, it seems like fans are starting to get a little more frustrated with the New Jersey Devils performance. Keep in mind, uh, prior to uh, starting back up in January, we hadn't played in like what? How many months? I keep forgetting. We, we hadn't played in almost a year. And now fans are starting to turn away because the New Jersey Devils, it just looks like they have no effort and no determination because in this game you let Chris Kreider albeit he is really good and he's been on a hot streak I believe this is his second hat trick in like what five games or something but you let Chris Kreider score three unanswered goals on you what does that say about your team it shows no determination it shows no effort so albeit I get that Kreider's on a bit of a hot streak I talked about it in the last episode because uh, you know, I talked about how Zaka was leading the team in points, goals, and just creating opportunities for his teammates. Well, uh, Chris Kreider was also leading the Rangers in that respective field as well. So, obviously, it was just Kreider's game, and he was just on one. But for New Jersey, I just want to see a little bit more effort from you guys because that was just pathetic. The, overall, this game was pathetic for New Jersey. Nothing really went right for them except for uh, period number one. And what's even more frustrating is that they had way more shots on goal than the Rangers. The Rangers only had 19 shots on goal and yet they scored six goals, guys. How, how does that happen? How does that happen? 19 shots on goal the entire game and they score six goals? Are you for real? That is poor defense at best. And speaking of poor defense, I think Mackenzie Blackwood, I think his chances of winning the Vesna Trophy for this season have completely gone out the door. He got off to a great start prior to going on the COVID protocol list, but ever since then, he's never been the same. So, uh, for example, Mackenzie Blackwood faced 15 shots, and he let four go by, and his save percentage was 733. It was to the point where Aaron Dell had to come into the game and replace him, and Aaron Dell didn't really do that much better. Saw four shots, gave up two goals. So our netminders are starting to turn into our defense, like, you know, just not being there for us when we need it. And albeit, I know our defense is not good, but I just expect a little bit more from our netminders because it seems like uh, they're not making the big uh, stoppage that they usually did make earlier this year because we were all t just anticipating with excitement because Mackenzie Blackwood, look what he was doing in his three games before having to go on the COVID protocol list. It was amazing. He was our best defensive player, and he was the goalie. That's impressive. And yet... Here we are, uh, just after the whole outbreak, after the whole hiatus, it seemed like we got off to a little bit of a jumpy start. We got those two wins against the Rangers and then the Bruins, and we, we, we've just fallen off, and I don't know what's going on. And it's just, it's frustrating to see, guys. And, you know, I was just on another uh, podcast show that covers the New Jersey Devils. I'll put the link for that in the description. I said, you know, prior to this losing streak, I said, uh, are the Devils buyers or sellers? I know they're not buyers, but at the same time, I wouldn't make them as sellers due to all the recent roster moves they've been making. And unfortunately, I think it's gotten to the point where we have to throw in the towel and we have to clear house once again. I'll cover more of that in a later episode, but overall, just uh, it, it's really, really, really frustrating. To briefly go back on my point of how frustrating Blackwood has been, my buddies at the Pucks and Pitchforks organization they tweeted out this during the course of the game. 
Blackwood stopped four of seven medium danger shots tonight. He only faced one high danger shot, which he did not stop. The Devils have an entire wing of the organization dedicated to goalies. Every single one of them needs to focus on fixing Blackwood's slump or it doesn't stop. So I told you guys, Mackenzie Blackwood is in a slump and he looks a step slower. Albeit, the, the, the losses aren't on him, but he plays a factor. So... Uh, we have a very bad defense, if you guys hadn't noticed. So if Mackenzie Blackwood is in a slump, we go down hard. Because it doesn't matter how good our offense is. It doesn't matter how aggressive they can be at times. They were aggressive all game, in my opinion. Like, they were aggressive, especially in period number one. And obviously, you know, it was just rattling out of the post. You know, Jack Hughes could have gotten another goal. But like I said, rattles out of the post. Sharon Govich, Zaka, just not enough oomph on it. So, you know, that's always frustrating. But at the same time, I just said, like, you know, let's not hold our heads about it. The New Jersey Devils seem to hold their heads about it because as soon as they let Chris Kreider just go on that little bit of a hot streak, they just gave up. Like, after uh, it went 2-1, to one, the New Jersey Devils, like they usually do, they look like a deer in headlights. They threw in the towel and they didn't care this is our worst loss of the season by far and to give you guys some reference as to how frustrated i am the new jersey devils have played the new york rangers twice this year prior to this and uh they came out victorious in both matchups the new york rangers were the only east division team besides the pittsburgh penguins to have not beaten us this season. So I was rather confident that the New Jersey Devils could go back on a little bit of a mini streak to just try to get out of this slump. And what better way to do it than an opponent that hasn't beaten you all year. And yet, they hadn't beat us all year. And look what happened. They gave us our worst loss of the season. I don't know what else to do. We couldn't beat the Sabres. We couldn't beat the Islanders. We couldn't beat the Bruins. We can't beat anyone now. It seems like we're just a, a dog chasing its tail at this point just searching for answers i don't know what else to do because like i said guys there is no like getting out of the east division and just trying to play another lowly team out in the central or in canada or out west or down south i don't know it like there's no getting out of it we're stuck here and i i, I don't know what else to do jersey devils can do because it seems like every team they've played this uh this past uh rut or so it just seems like they never have the answer. They look like a deer in headlights. They look weak, and I I, I don't know what else to say. I, I know it, I, I'm being vague. I know this is a blanket statement, but the New Jersey Devils, like, you got to make some moves. That That's all I have to say, and I think it's time to clear house. Like, because uh, usually when you hit the 30-game mark or so, that's usually when you can get a feel for, like, uh, what your team is being right now. And for the New Jersey Devils, I uh, we have not hit the 30 mark yet. But I think we've played a decent amount of games to just say, I don't think we have it. And it's just so frustrating to see because literally just a few weeks ago, I was saying, are the New Jersey Devils the real deal? I said this team was special. And all of a sudden, they've let me and the entire fan base down with just these high expectations that they were setting for themselves at the beginning of the year. So you know what else lets you down? Chain stores. And it's time for the second live read this morning coming from rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. Do you want to know the best part? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part consumers online for 20 plus years. 
Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, <laughs> I know, I, I already said best of all, but this is even better. Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and at the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Another issue that the New Jersey Devils seem to be having recently is the amount of turnovers they are creating for themselves. So uh, if you guys watched the Islanders game a couple days ago, they were just turning the puck over and it was creating opportunities for the Islanders. And that's how they lost 2-1 to one against the Islanders. It's so surprising that they lose 2-1 to one and put up a great fight against a hard opponent like the Bruins or uh, the Islanders. Yet they play lowly teams like the Sabres and the Rangers and they absolutely wet the bed in it. I don't, I don't know what else to say. It's just terrible effort and it's backwards okay if you get blown out like this to like the capitals or the bruins or uh whatever you know islanders flyers whatever the case might be then i kind of would understand but not against the rangers guys that was unacceptable and like i said you made lafreniere look good you should be ashamed of yourselves like like seriously you let the worst first overall pick in recent memory right now probably the most overhyped player look good what does that say seriously like i i i don't know i don't know what what else to think of this team because you let lafreniere score when there was like literally like a minute 30 remaining in the game do you have no determination do you have no pride I mean, seriously, so let's look at the comparison of stats, and then I'm going to rate this, and by the way, if you follow me on Twitter, you already know what the grade is going to be, and you probably can anticipate what it's going to be as well, so shots on goal, I already talked about that, 36-19 in favor of the New Jersey Devils, yet they still let up six freaking goals. Face-off percentage, 64% to 36% in favor of the New Jersey Devils, so we're doing well on the face-offs, and yet we still cannot dominate? I mean, seriously. Power play opportunities, 1 for 2 for the Rangers, 0 for 4 for the New Jersey Devils. We are 0 for something in our power plays in these recent games. And that's another reason why we're on this long losing streak. We've lost, what, four games in a row? Four of our last five or, or five of our last six? I, I don't even know anymore. So hits 18 to 17 in favor of the Devils. Blocks 13 to 4 in favor of the Rangers. So overall, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood did absolutely terrible in this game. And... Um, you know, I think his uh, quest for the uh, Vesna Trophy just goes out the door, guys. I've already stated this, but overall, I, I, Lindy Ruff said pulling Mackenzie Blackwood after the fourth goal. He said this in an interview. I didn't think he was seeing it. I thought he was fighting it. I thought I could spark a little bit of momentum. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Dell comes in, sees four shots, and gives up two goals. Yeah, there's your momentum for you. There's the luck for the New Jersey Devils. So, uh, overall, this game was disappointing. Uh, there's no easier way to say this, but um, F. 
F for the New Jersey Devils in this game. This is the first time this season that I've given them a failing grade for this game. This game was unacceptable. It was embarrassing. You showed no determination. You showed no effort. You showed no man up mentality uh, after you lost your captain. Uh, overall, you, you had a good first period, but after that, you just completely just looked like a deer in headlights. Uh, too many turnovers, and that's been the problem the last few games. Specialty teams can't do anything right, and that's also frustrating to see. Um, overall, uh, I'm, I'm surprised we're not last place in the standings, and also the Sabres are, are doing bad too. So we need to forget about Jack Eichel, guys, because I don't think Jack Eichel can even save us. I think we need to save our young guys. So I, I know it wasn't going to happen, but anyway, just please disregard my episode from a few days ago when I was talking about potentially getting Jack Eichel because I thought the New Jersey Devils could potentially turn around, but obviously that's not the case. So overall, failing letter grade for New Jersey this evening. Um, and Lindy Ruff, failing grade for your coaching uh, right now, too. I don't think you should be fired, but at the same time, uh, I'd be kicking it into a new gear if I were you. That That's my advice to you. Wouldn't be looking over your shoulder. Wouldn't be, you know, trying to get a cooling pad because I don't think you're in the hot seat. But at the same time, just please, please, please kick it into a new gear and just try to get some life under this team, Okay. Uh, like I told you guys, I hope you're not recovering from a hangover from that last game. Or if you're listening to this at like 6.15 Eastern time and you're hungover, that's dedication right there. Because that game was so bad that it could lead anyone to drink, quite honestly. So, yeah, for New Jersey, that was just an ugly game. Uh, Chris Kreider, hats off to you. You played excellent. Hopefully, Shesterskin, uh will make a full recovery, hoping for the best. And, um... Yeah, that, that's embarrassing for Lindy Ruff. He couldn't do well against the Sabres, and he couldn't do well against the Rangers. That's, um, yeah, that's that's embarrassing. I'd be embarrassed if I was Lindy Ruff. So, uh, yeah, that's about all the time I have for you guys today. Thanks for listening. Uh, go Devils, and hopefully they can turn it around, but this is just me being optimistic. So I will catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening.